I'm Catherine Staunch, and I would be proud to serve as your democratically elected leader. You, a sharecropper, you're free. You, a hobgoblin, you get to choose. You, a barista, quit frothing that milk and come vote. I'm Catherine Staunch, and I approve this message. Hi, I'm Molly McMolly. We're moving forward as a people, united under the banner of freedom. Whether you vote for me on Thursday or for the incomparable Catherine Staunch, will not be more the same. I'm Molly McMolly, I approve this message. I, Catherine Staunch, would be hard-pressed to find any difference in the values that my gorgeous friend and co-star Molly and I both so wholeheartedly espouse. I suppose if we were to construct a metaphor, we would say that the choice was between an aged Cabernet and a rosé from six months ago. The kind of thing you could pick up at a bodega en route to a summer barbecue. <laughs> I approve this message. If you were to show up at a party with an aged Cabernet, people might think you were a bit of a snob, yeah? Whereas if you were to come with a reasonably priced rosé, you might seem like a regular gal who strolls with her mum on Sunday and's got two rescue dogs with bad faces, but she loves them anyway. Really bad faces. Molly out. Yeah, okay. The thing about a Cabernet is that it's been around the barrel. It knows the conventions of the barrel. It will work from within the barrel to change the culture of the cellar. You understand? A rosé can't even decide what grape it's from. Staunch. Okay, the last thing I'll say about a Cabernet, and I didn't want to tattle on the Cabernet, but I once saw a Cabernet be really psychotically mean to a waiter. Okay? So you better fucking vote. Fair listener, and welcome to episode eight of Heads Will Roll. We are Ermengarde and Hildegard the Bards, not virgins, as usual. This episode features travelling, which is something we love to do, mm. right? We certainly love new places and new experiences. Yep, do not hold fast to our routines. Don't go, <laughs> don't go. No way, Jose. We definitely don't have an elaborate toothbrush ritual that we know keeps the universe from exploding. Absolutely, universe will be fine if we don't do see do well grabbing our molars and singing a religious song. Anyway, let's get to the epic. We begin with Queen Mo and Jojo, who wake to visit the court inventor. Court inventor, we're here. One second. Ah, court inventor, hello. What did you invent last night to put down the rebellion? Step right up and be amazed at my table of inventions. If it please, my queen, a motored machine to roll across wild grasses and make them shorter and more attractive. You will be the envy of your neighbors. I call it a lawnmower. Oh, that's actually really cool. But we're looking for rebellion quashing stuff. Oh, well, um, I was just getting warmed up. If it please, my queen, I have for you an arrangement of caged blades that rotate of their own accord, creating a cooling breeze indoors. I call it a fan. 
Um, I actually do need that. <laughs> but again, we are looking for something that will quash rebellions if you do have that. Right, right, right. Okay. Oof. Mm-hmm. Dusty. Okay, let me see. Uh, garbage disposal. Immersion blender kit. Laser printer. Uh, Light bulb. Again, oh my god, these are so cool. Would love to talk about them another time, but if you have nothing to quash a rebellion or locate a shard, then you should invent yourself a new head, because it's coming off. Right, right, right. Yep, yep. Wait, what did you just say? A shard? Oh, would it help you, if it please my queen, that I made for you a detector of shards? Yes. Yes. I actually mailed it to your publicist, Donna Fink. Did Donna not... Tell you. Well, fuck my hair. My publicist, Donna Fink, is in the Pacific Palisades, and I'm right down the hall. Oh, rats. Well, you, you never know the protocol. It's always best to go through the reps, I think. Oh, my God. Jojo, pack your bird bags. We're going to the West Coast. Court inventor, have you invented any vehicles for flight? If it please my queen, I have right here a flying machine. Okay, so, you know, no offense to anyone, um, but I'm looking at this flying machine and I'm seeing sort of paper mache and masking tape and I'm thinking, maybe you should get shrinkened and sit on my back and I can fly us there myself. We'll take the paper machine. Jojo, get in. Okay. Goodbye. We're flying. (laughs) We're flying away. We're doing everything right. Oh, shit. I forgot to ask Odin to guard the castle. Odin. Hey, girls. How's tricks? Whoa! <laughs> what is that monstrosity you're flying in? Shut up, shut up. <laughs> We're on a mission to get the shard. Can you do a thunderwall around my castle till I get back? Wish I could, but Frigg got us tickets to the new exhibit at the Miniatures Museum today, so... I am in crisis, Odin! Ugh. Fuck. All right. Hey, good luck flying in that thing. See, Jojo? Isn't this better than flying yourself? Uh, we'll be in the Pacific Palisades in no time. Our state-of-the-art flying Well, what did we expect? It was made of paper. Mm-hmm, I had said that. Need to power your machines? Try petroleum. There's enough for everyone forever, and it won't cause any problems. We guarantee it. With petroleum. Our heroes crash in a flyover state. They stop at a diner to get a plate. Hello, queen. Hello, bird. How y'all doing? What can I get for y'all? Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna be getting the golden brown griddle cakes with extra whipped cream and also the trucker's full breakfast with ham. <laughs> y'all might look like a bird, but y'all don't eat that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so hungry. Ah, <laughs> uh, and sugar, what can I get for you? Do you have a wagyu tartare with freshly shaved alba truffles on it? No? Then I'm good, thanks. Okay, you're being snobby. You're gonna want to eat. I will eat when food becomes available. Thank you. Well, it would be available if you'd have let me fly. Oh, wait, shut up. Two friendly people are coming to our table. Oh, no, what the fuck do they want? How you doing? I, I'm i so sorry to interrupt you guys, but I couldn't help it over here. You're having problems getting to the West Coast? No. Yes. Well, gosh, if it isn't just the Lord coming down and giving you a ride. Hi, I'm Patty. My husband Jim and I are en route to the Palisades right now. Yeah. We're going to visit our daughter Carly. She's working the mailroom at CAA, and mm-hmm. we're so proud of her. Anywho, you're more than welcome to come hitch a ride. Absolutely. We've got plenty of room in our caravan. I'm so sorry. I have to cut you off here. I'm just, I'm trying to think of what I would rather do than get in a car with you people. 
I feel like, I don't know, get a mammogram in a Thai prison or something? Anyway, the point is, no fucking way, bitch. Smash, cut, two. I, I have to say, you know, I, I've never met a talking bird before. That's okay. Not many people have. Um, I'm actually... A cursed princess. Here we go. <laughs> oh my, a cursed princess. Well, that bites the big one. What happened? Oh wow, Patty. Um, I'm so glad you asked. Uh, so the story goes like this. Well, fuck me. She's doing the story again. I was born like this beautiful princess. It was a triumphant day. Everyone from the kingdom was there to like hail my birth. But of course, my mom had forgotten to, like, invite the hag that had given her, you know, fertility treatments or whatever. You know, that whole thing. Oh, no! I forgot the hag! So then this hag shows up. (laughs) Forgot the invitation, I see. Let me guess, lost in the mail? Yeah, so, like, she cursed me on the spot. Before the sun sets on your 16th birthday, you shall turn into a raven and remain one forevermore! So my mom was like, maybe she'll be safe if we send her to live with some woodland fairies in a faraway land with only this locket as a key to her identity. And I kept being like, "Mm, who are my parents? Like, who is this hag? And they were like, we'll tell you on your 16th birthday. But when I was 10, they sort of, you know, died of old age because they were old ass fairies. So I never got to crack the case on who my parents were. And then I joined a traveling band of gypsies or whatever. And I was made to perform for like businessmen, which like, I know that sounds dicey, but it wasn't because I got to wear clothes. So don't worry. Um, And then years passed and it was the day of my sweet 16 and the gypsies had made this like mystical party on a riverboat and I was like about to give my candlelighting speech and I did at that point turn into a raven. I had neglected to tell the gypsies about the curse so they were not prepared and they um, came at me with a broom. So then I was like flying around aimlessly and I happened to land in this lady's castle wall and she had just fired her like seventh minion in a row. Yeah, my last minion was a polar bear and he was basically a behemoth. <laughs> we all know behemoths are the, the worst. worst. Oh. <laughs> hey, do you maybe want to come in and watch Nights, Nights and, and Horse? Horse? It's my favorite show. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so that's the story and... You know, we've been together ever since. Oh my god, you poor thing. Cast out of every home you've ever known. Well, not my home. I never cast her out. I wouldn't. I love her. Jojo, are you going to search for that hag, see if she can reverse the curse? Believe me, Patty, I have searched far and wide, high and low, east and west, nooks and crannies. Like, nobody knows where this hag is. So. Golly, well that sure is quite a tale, young lady. I mean, you must be pretty bummed out. You know what might relax you? Have you heard of ASMR? Ooh, no, what's that? It's just little quiet sounds that that many people find very soothing. And Patty here is actually a licensed ASMR Mm -hmm. therapist. I'll take it from here, Jim. Okay, everybody quiet down. Oh, I'm excited. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is really doing something for me. I love this. So soothing. Mo, are you loving this? Oh, hey, Jojo. Um, I meant to ask. I think there's a little, like, hatchet in the back. Will you get that for me? Okay. Why? 
just, I don't know. I kind of just want to like check it out. This I want to see the hatchet. Let me get it. Get the hatchet. It's a pond. Okay. Poor Richard. What are you going to do with the hatchet? I just want to kind of like hold it, I guess. Huh. Yeah. It's a nice hatchet. Got a good heft. Beautiful. Woodsmanship. I'm sorry. Are you okay? No! I'm so sorry, Jojo. It was the mouth sounds. I would have been fine, but then they started doing the mouth sounds. You suck. Oh, Odin harnesses thunder so big, but he cowers before his weeping wife, Frigg. Hey, look, a uh, miniature Thanksgiving table they did, like a little foil on the turkey legs and everything. Such detail. Mm. <laughs> oh, Dan, you're so cute. When you just get out of your head and just stay present. Yeah, I'm feeling very present. So, hey, I feel like I should actually probably head home soon. Why? I uh, I have this project due tomorrow that's uh, pretty important. So wait, just... why are you just bringing this up now? We haven't even gotten to the miniature Versailles yet. I didn't want to disappoint you by not coming to the museum, so I kind of split the diff. Kind of thought I would do both. Uh, uh, okay, okay. So what's the project? I'll help you. I if, if you come to me, I can help you. It's a uh, you know just a wall of thunder around a castle. I thought you weren't doing thunder walls for castles anymore because they hurt your back. So e, well, so you're literally bending over backwards for who? The night realm girl? Uh actually, yeah. But you know, babe, she's losing your kingdom or whatever, and I'm just trying to help her out. Amazing. What? What's amazing? Amazing how you can make me cry in my favorite place in the world and when I'm just getting over a cold. Honey, can we please take this outside? Please. So what? You don't want everyone in the miniatures museum to know that you made your wife cry? Yeah, that's correct. Oh, okay, well, I'm going to walk home so you can have some time alone to finish your project. <laughs> Babe, it's, it's a five-hour walk back to the Cloud Castle. Please just get in the Cloud Car. No, no. I don't want to. I don't want to make you be around me when I'm like this. So. All right. Oh, don't leave me! Oh, oh my God! Our heroes wander o'er hill and dale. Will they find something to eat on the trail? Oh, yeah, so I flew up ahead, and there's a fork in the road, and I, I think we turn left. I'm sorry. I can't listen to you. I'm too hungry to hear. Okay. Uh, at this point, I'm just sort of getting a little frustrated, uh, because you should have just eaten at the diner when I told you to eat. And uh, why didn't you sort of, you know, let me fly? Oh, look! Over there! In that grassy field, in the distance. A little city. Oh my god, it's tiny. Oh, how darling. Maybe they have something for Queen Martuana to eat. Queen Martuana is so very hungry. No, no. Tinies are not to be trusted. I'm not even sure why, but my fairy guardians were always like, don't trust the tinies, so we're not going to trust the tinies. Fuck off. I'm going to the tiny city. Okay. Hello. Welcome to the tiny city of Hildaliga. Look what the cat has dragged in. Yes, tiny leader. I seek food. 
you have come to the right place. We are the Tinies. We are but humble bakers. We make a tiny cake and breads and quiches. Whatever you like. Would you like this tiny linda tour? Mo, I'm sorry. Not to like trigger you or anything, but you're doing everything wrong. That tiny chart is going to have some sort of effect that you could never predict and you're going to ultimately hate. So please, let's just not eat the tiny linzer tart. Don't listen to the bird. We are, as I said, just humble bakers, not trying to ensorcel so you, so just take the cake. Okay, you're going to hate whatever this is, and I'm not going to be party to it, so I'm just going to go try to figure out where the hell we are. Jojo, wait! Ugh, that dumb bitch left, and now I can eat my cake! Ah, see? Nothing wrong. Just a tatered little cake. Aren't you the sweetest little bakers that ever were? And I'm shrinking, and I'm a centimeter tall, and my boobs are still growing, and they're down to my feet, and they look like snakes. What a cool day! Are you a peasant? Need a present? Come on to Peasants Presents. On sale this week, pheasants. It's Peasants Presents Presents Pheasants. Pleasant pheasants for your peasants' presents at Peasants Presents on Route 110 in Lindenhurst. Wow. Jojo was right. I'm a centimeter tall, and I don't like this. Okay, so the tiny cake has clearly made you tiny. That's what the tiny cakes do. And as a citizen of the tinies, you will now enter your compulsory military service. What? No, I I don't want to do that. Well, there's no time to argue, because the fire ants are coming over the hill. There they are now. Here is your rifle and helmet and everything you need, and you fall in line here. No, what do you mean fall in line? I'm not trained. I'm tripping over my boobs. I don't want to fight. Mo, I'm coming to save you. Jojo, my angel from above. You're doing everything right. Hop on, bitch. Jojo, you saved me. My Jojo. Yeah, sometimes I am useful. (laughs) Jojo, you're flying. It's so smooth. So strong. I feel like I'm on a cloud. I feel like I could just go to sleep. Sit back and relax, girl. Our in-flight movie is Hostile 2. Meanwhile, Freak returns to Odin after walking for five hours. This could be bad. Odin... I was thinking while I was walking, and I've come to a devastating conclusion. Aren't you going to ask me what it is? What is it? I I want you to get out of this house. Pack your bags immediately. Okay. What? (laughs) What? Well, I mean, you you told me to get out, right? So I'll get out. No skin off my back. Odin! What are you saying? You can't leave. I was clearly testing you, and you failed. Like I, I can't be alone in this house. I'm from your clavicle. I don't know how to be alone. Oh, you'll figure it out. You're a grown up, babe. If you if you walk out that door, I will do something insane. I I will do something drastic hey. in the natural world, and it will be your fault. Okay, you are you are making me do this, Odin. Okay, just please don't do another volcano again. Okay. Smash. Welcome to the beautiful bowels of the inactive volcano, Mount Javits. The results of the Night Realm's historic first democratic election are in. As we stand here tonight, again inside this majestic, definitely inactive volcano, we are reminded of the power of freedom, which flows like lava over the lands. 
To my right, Catherine Staunch. To my left, Molly McMolly. You, the people, have cast your votes. The first democratically elected leader of the Republic of the Night Realm is... Just to make it crystal clear, Frigg popped that volcano just like David the boy popped my hymen all those many years ago. Loved that David the boy. Anyway, there you have it, episode eight. Uh, we've got some exciting news. Yes, we've just booked ourselves a trip to Bali, <laughs> where I'm sure we'll have multiple sexual partners. And by Bali, we do not mean a trip to the backyard to look for signs of the apocalypse. <laughs> of course not. Why do we do that? Not virgins. Toodaloo! Botswana. Donna, 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 publicist Donna Fing. I haven't heard from you in a month. So, I hate to point out the obvious, but you're very small. Yep, I'm small. What happened to you? <laughs> Did you eat a tiny cake? I was hungry. <laughs> that is how they get you. I've done it. Yes, ate one in my 20s, served in the tiny military for three years. I commanded a unit. Donna Fink, you have lived many lives. Anyway, I'm here because my court inventor sent you something. Oh, yeah. Oh, the shard detector. Well, I've had it here for weeks. That's why I've been calling you. It's right here. Well, fuck me in the nostril. Ay, this is so me, you know? (laughs) Anyway... I'll just take the package and we'll get out of your hair. Don't be ridiculous. You came all this way. We're gonna have lunch. Eh, no, I have to get home and secure the shard. (laughs) Suit yourself. Bye-bye. Oh, wait, wait a second. Yeah? You got an award from the Cobblers Association. It is a year's supply of pleasant pheasants from peasants, Presence presents pleasant pheasants, and you thought I couldn't say it. I don't want that. Well, what am I supposed to do with them? It's a 50-pound box of pheasants. Uh, I don't know. Give them to your staff? Yeah, I guess surely. Surely we'd take them for you. Nina could give some to her sister. And I guess Kennedy would take some, although she loves hunting pheasants, so I'm not sure how that's going to work. And I guess... uh. Mojuana? Mojuana! Oh my god, she left with a bitch.